What is up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to Modern Macho. This is your host, Juan Carlos, and I'm here with my boy, Santi. What's up, everybody? We are two gentlemen trying to grow. We are documenting our journey. We are embracing the dudes that we are in order to become better men for ourselves and our village. We're tired of the dick measuring contest. We're tired of fitting the mold, and we're tired of pretending to be someone that we're not. <clears throat> Excuse me. After each episode, we hope that we're able to plant a seed, get you to start a conversation with your circle, challenge your thinking, motivate you to focus on growth, and hopefully bring awareness to the twisted programming that we've been brought up with believing. If you're new to the show, welcome to the show. If you have been following us for a minute, welcome back. How we doing, bro? Chilling, man. Chilling, chilling. Yeah, so uh, today's episode, it's really going to be us catching up after uh, an eventful weekend, you know. Um, there wasn't any questions we posted up this week, but you know, just to kind of share a little bit of, of our of our lives and some of the shit we we put ourselves into. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, dude. It's so funny. I mean, um, and we had mentioned like getting ready for the Spartan and whatnot, but uh, like, dude, I, like, I think one of the, my biggest takeaways was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, I, I don't, and it's funny, like, as I was talking about it today with the coworkers about, like, dude, it was much harder than I thought. Because really, that's what that event was. It was way harder than I thought it was going to be. And I knew mm-hmm. it was going to be difficult. I knew it was going to be challenging, which is why I was preparing for it. But I also think, like, I definitely underestimated it. <laughs> but when I would share that with my coworkers, they would all tell me, like, well, yeah, fool, what the fuck were you thinking? Like, like just it being in Big Bear alone, like yeah. that's kind of a red flag. Right. Um, right. So, um, so yeah, no, it's kind of funny, but um, but yeah, all in all, man, I, I really do feel like like it, it was a successful weekend. Just kind of kicking it with you, DJ, Esteban, shout out to those boys. Yeah, man. Shout out um, to them. Shout out to, were, shout out to awesome. the GSA crew too. All the guys from the, the cross the right. gym that came through and you know, stuck together and wrote it out. And, you know, we all, we all finished it. We all finished yeah. it, which I think that alone is a huge victory. I, I think we, we even mentioned <clears throat> the, um, I think it was like 2,100, a little over 2,100 people in the, in the open category, right. That we did, that we raced in. And we were looking at the last person on that leaderboard. Uh, it took them, I think it was like eight and a half hours. That's right. And, and, and what was crazy is obviously we saw it, we were just like, hey, fuck yeah, bro. They finished it, you know? Yeah. And then you can actually see like the people's names and stuff, bro. It was it was an 89-year-old dude that did that's that. Wild. And I was like, bro, that is insane. Like that's so badass, you know? Super. I mean, and when when I, I was at a DJ or Esteban that shared that, and I remember being like, what the? Like just because it was such a group, like the – the terrain itself like let's say they didn't they weren't able to do any of the fucking obstacles which i mean regardless just the terrain right. is fucking right. nuts and so yeah i mean i i also no found myself, for us to, we think we talked about it like there's no real way to prepare for it other than fucking being there dude yeah and i i don't envision myself doing that shit at 89 like 89 i'm trying to kick back <laughs> no i couldn't help but think of those dude that dude's legs and i was like fuck if i was feeling it man my boy was was going through it um yeah. <clears throat> so yeah so so today like 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 something mentioned we kind of both decided last week like you know what we got a lot going on we got to get all of our kind of ducks in a row for the race this weekend really trying to prepare i think both physically and mentally which i, I I'll, I'll be honest i don't think that i was doing my best at preparing for it i know i could have trained a lot better uh, definitely didn't take it as seriously as, as I kind of wanted to. Um, 
uh but yeah so so with that we're like we're just gonna focus on this race we're gonna go from there and even the episode we're like let's just let's just talk about it you know what it was like leading up to it um what it was like being in there right and then even just after because i feel like there was a lot of reflection uh within ourselves and even even as a group i'm very grateful that the four of us really were able to sit down and have that that conversation about what it was like to be uncomfortable what it was like to push through it um, and even the deeper meaning of of how we kind of translate that into our day to day lives, right? Because I, I think it kind of went beyond the Spartan race. Yeah, you know, I think it was a very, very like humbling experience. It was a very eye opening experience. It was also a very rewarding, very satisfying experience. You know. Um, so yeah, so let's let's start let's start there, bro. Like how what, what, that that week last week? What was last week for you going into it? Like were you even thinking about it? Were you even trying to do anything to prepare? Where, where were you at? Yeah, so I would say like I was definitely thinking about a lot about in terms of preparation. I I think like I think for some reason I thought I was physically more prepared than I actually was, um, mm. and so so with that being, but I also don't feel like I went in super confident because I I understood there were elements that I wasn't going to be ready for, particularly the elevation. Um, that was one thing where I was like, okay, like I'm just gonna have to. You know, once I'm there, like, see what it's like because I don't have the fucking time or resources to be like up in the mountains and be training that. Maybe I should buy one of those those masks. Have you seen those masks? I saw some people wearing those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those people are nuts because already in elevation and you're wearing that mask. But anywho, um, and so, so I think on that end, I felt you know more comfortable than I I think I should have. But I think mentally, one thing that wasn't even had nothing to do with the race, more the trip that I was a little bit worried, not worried or concerned, but, you know, I maybe it was like maybe overthinking it, but just like spending the night with with uh, dudes that I I genuinely kind of don't know. Like DJ, I've Mm, met him a few times and, you know, like I feel like I, I know I knew him decently well. We've had a few conversation, but, you know. It's not like I knew his life story. And then we have the homie Esteban that I really never really had any, had any interaction. So there was definitely that piece in my mind where I'm like, like I usually do where I'm like, when I'm getting into a space with new people, especially if it's an intimate space where like I'm sleeping, I'm eating, mm. showering, all those things, you know? Um, so that was kind of in my mind, kind of like, I wonder how it's going to be. I wonder, you know, how we'll get along, that type of shit, you know? And so I think part, part of my energy also went into making sure I go in like with, with like a good attitude, a good, like not just an optimistic point of view, but like being genuinely realistic and saying like, you know, I've already had conversations with these people. Like there's nothing necessary to be worried about, you know, because, because so far all the conversations we've had have felt genuine and have felt easy to have. Right. So Right, right. So yeah, I think it's just one of those things where like you're you're just meeting new people, and so it's like, all right, like it's kind of out of my comfort level to to be bunking with folks, but fuck it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like tackling stuff within the race and even outside of it. Yeah. So I mean, in terms of preparation, that was that was going on in my mind, but um, but yeah. What about you? How how was that week last week? Yeah. So so I think I I definitely had that too. Um. And and I don't know. I, don't, I guess to your point too. I don't think I don't think either DJ or E or you really. I mean, obviously, I, I know you. We've spent plenty of nights together. Um, <laughs> but like, I 
I don't think it had anything to do with the vibe that they gave it. Just that that automatic defensive attitude of like, right, yeah, going to be a night or two, and like things could mm-hmm. go sideways very quickly, you know, and, and not even sideways in like a you know fights or anything, but just like what's just to say that I become irritated about something, and now it's just right. like stay in your corner, I'm gonna stay, like you yeah. know, just 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 a bad type of vibe that, like I said, I think it just kind of getting into my head a little bit. Um, I did spend the week, I think, preparing to what was i would say uncomfortable because it was looking into what i was eating it was looking into the training it was looking at that you know shout out to my boy dj because i'm really grateful that i think dj was so about it and he shared so much of it with us and even just like saturday when he was giving us all this wisdom and like kind of preparing us with the, with the food and what we should have and should not do like there was there was honestly a part of me that was kind of like this is a little too much you know like mm. I, I it just it was so new that like I just kind of wanted to like initially walk away from it, like just like what? No, this is like what? What are we doing here, right? Um, but knowing that it came from a good place and knowing what it was doing for us, like I even told DJ later, like man, I'm so grateful. Like thank you so much for like doing what you were doing for you, um, and allowing us in more than anything, right? Because because I not once did it ever feel like it was like you guys need to start doing this, right? It was like I'm just sharing with you guys what I'm doing, um, and so. I think one of the biggest things that we had talked about too was like the expectations, right? And just like kind of going with that with no expectation, ready to get uncomfortable. Um, my biggest thing was I did a little bit of the research on the obstacles, a little bit of research on, you know, the elevations, right? Because I knew that we were going to be climbing almost a thousand feet within one mile, right? Yeah. Which it sounds insane on paper. And once you're actually there and you look at what that actually looks like it's even worse you know it's like you you're literally even if you try to run you're not going anywhere you know like you're not moving and so um and so but what was interesting about that is i had a conversation with the with with the friend who was like damn like you really you're really like trying to look into what the heck is going on and i think i caught myself in realizing that i think before there was this sense of fear that was tied to it where like i wanted to know everything that i could just because that fear of the unknown right Right. but what's interesting is like it wasn't that like i wasn't not afraid of what i didn't know it was more like just trying to actually prepare myself a little better of what was to come you know um Mm -hmm. because i didn't find myself being consumed on like oh any little detail and like i need to know everything so i feel safe it was like no i was like excited right i think at one point um we found an article that had the top 10 places of spartan races with the most difficult venues and big bear was number two and I was like, fuck, of course, it's like nerve wracking, but it was like, fuck, yeah, like we're doing this. We're getting in there, you know. Yeah. Um, so I was looking forward to it. Uh, I think even even race day, there was moments where I was reflecting on on Saturday, on us showing up to the house, on us going to get groceries, on us trying to be very intentional with what we were eating, going to bed early, what we ate, even Sunday morning going into it. Right. Like nothing with high fibers last thing you want to do is have to take a dump halfway through this race you know like all these little Mm -hmm. things that we were looking into that for me were very like like whoa this is honestly like it was almost like this is a little too much right that as i started the race i think one of the key things that i noticed was how it really eliminated a lot of the fighting myself in my head like it took a lot of factors away where i was thinking like if i would have been hung over if i wouldn't have slept if i would have had to take a dump like all these little things that i was like they would have played a role into the mental game you know right um so yeah all that leading to race day we finally get in we're ready to go we show up now so 
I had mentioned before that there was a, the group of us four that stayed in a cabin together. And then I invited a friends from the CrossFit gym uh, to go to, and it was like a group of like 15. Like, I think, I think some ended up not able to go, um, but it was like almost a total group of 15. So a very interesting part for me in my own journey going beyond the Spartan race was, and I had talked to my therapist and I think I mentioned this before was about always wanting to help others, right? Like something that for me, I've been learning that I've been putting my own personal goals aside in order to help other people. Right. And carrying a lot of guilt, carrying a lot of guilt if I don't. So right away in the beginning, what happens is we end up getting in line, like kind of late and we start the race and granted there's a bunch of people there. And so we all kind of were just walking because you couldn't really move. So we're Mm -hmm. all just walking and like, I kind of, I don't want to say I panicked, but the first thing I thought was like, bro, you know, I had already set my personal goal, right? Before, before even showing up, I had told myself a minute and a half, I mean, a minute and a half, I'm sorry, an hour and a half, dude. Right. Like I was like, that's me being aggressive, but I was like, that's about 10 minutes a mile. And then 25 obstacles, you know, gives me a half hour to do the obstacles. Like, I don't think the obstacles, you know, of course they require strength, but I was like, they shouldn't take that long. Mm -hmm. So I was like aggressive an hour and a half, you know? And I think at one point we even talked about like, oh, it's so good that we did it in the morning because we should be done in like two hours. Right. And even DJ was like, Oh yeah, we should all be done within like two hours. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, we shouldn't take us any more than two hours. So that was, that was, like I said, that was, and I had told myself, right. Cause I knew again, and that was the other thing is I knew DJ and Esteban had like a really, really like they were determined about their goal and what they were going to set. And at one point we all kind of agreed to like, don't let us slow you down, take off to your thing. And then on the other hand, like the CrossFit guys uh, were kind of like, we, we're kind of going to go to have fun. And so I was kind of like, well, what do I want to do? Right. And so I yeah. told myself, like, I want to get uncomfortable. And like, I also wanted to be clear that the race, even though it's challenging, I mean, there is no time limit. Right. So if you want to make it a fun six, seven, eight hour race, you can, you know, you very much can, and you have the time to do it. I mean, the waves start at nine, they end at three and they, the, the event closes at 9 PM. So there's more than enough time to, to, to take your time. And so my thing was, was like, this is no longer about, you know, trying to prove everything to anyone. This isn't about trying to gain any sort of like uh, validation from anyone. This is me just trying to push myself to, to something uncomfortable that I feel like I, I, I kind of like pushed myself over the edge a little bit. That was my ultimate goal. And so I told myself, I'm not going to stop no matter what happens, even if I have to walk, but I'm not stopping. Right. And we talked about that. And so uh, in the beginning of the race, everyone's kind of just like walking and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to move. So I end up kind of just like squeezing on the side and I take off. And, and to be honest, I think that first hour was a real like a test for me because the first thing I thought of was I thought of you. Right. And we reflected on this later, but I thought of you and I was like, shit, we had kind of set a goal of not stopping. I already left him behind, you know, and then I was thinking like the team, I was like, fuck, they're all kind of together and I already left them. Right. And then and then I was thinking like there was a couple obstacles that I was kind of like banking on needing help on because i wasn't sure if i was going to be able to do it by myself one of them specifically being we have to pick up like this this boulder and i was already like mentally i I had kind of told myself like you're not gonna be able to pick up the 100 pounds like once you have it up and you can hug that bitch you'll be fine but picking that off the ground and using your legs i don't think you can be able to do it bro and so the first thing i thought of was that was like bro you just left everyone behind and your dumb ass is about to, and then like the incline started immediately. Like when I say immediately, I'm talking like, bro, you know, like we got into that shit right away. And so my thing was, was it's like, look at you, you left them behind and your dumb ass is about to wear out here in like a mile. Not only are they going to pass you up, but now you're going to look like, a, like an idiot because 
you know, you left them behind and now you're going to need them. And so I was like fighting myself and telling myself, like, are they going to judge you? What are they going to think of you? Because you set you put yourself first because you set your own goals because you're trying to challenge yourself. Like all these things that kind of started playing into my head. I, I, I think that maybe a year or two ago too, I think mentally, I don't know that I would have been ready for it. Like, I think I probably would have like mentally have been already like wanting to quit. You know, I was able to kind of work my way through that. Once you hit the one mile mark, you know, we do like a little hurdle and like a little wall climb, which were not, I wouldn't say that they were like super easy, but it wasn't anything challenging just yet. Then the third obstacle hits, which is picking up a, a 60 pound sandbag. sandbag, right? And it's like, what, dude, what do you think? Like 40 yards, maybe up? Have, 40 yards yeah, down? something like that. And it was Bro, like, what, like literally, as soon as I carried that sandbag and I start walking up the incline, like, that's when the mental game started for me. Like, that's when it hit me. Like, this isn't a fucking cute little fundraising event, bro. Like, this is this is athleticism right here. Like, we were doing this. And it was like, yeah. oh, shit. I don't even know if I can. You know? Um, so, yeah, the mental game started for me. Uh, there was definitely a couple of times. I mean, I went through a lot of pep talks within myself of just wanting to quit. I mean, we talked about at one point. I was like, dude, no, like, I'm done. Like I'm done. It seemed like the inclines never ended, right? Like it was a flat ground and obstacle. And then there was another incline. It was like, you know what? I want to quit. And, and it's like, bitch, you still got to get down the hill. Like you're going to have to do it regardless. You know what I mean? Like you might That's as right. well just do this. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So where were you at at the beginning of the race? Well, yeah. continue going along with it. Where were you at at this point? Yeah. Well, I feel like in the beginning of the race, like, I kind of had the same thoughts as you. Like, I didn't know exactly how things were. And I was I was really like, whatever. Like, just go with the flow. Fuck it. Yeah. And I think, like you said, shit started immediately. Like, you're going yeah. uphill. And so even to run uphill, it's going to take effort on top of the elevation. Because um, you also feel that pretty much immediately. You start to feel that, like, ooh, like you know, that thin-ass mm -hmm. air. And so I'll be honest, dude, I think the mental game for me started almost immediately because I think there was also an excitement that I, I was feeling because mm. um, this excitement that initially like led to my heart just do, do, do like, and it was just pure adrenaline. Right, the, right. the thing about that is I feel as of late or in the past few years of my life, I think one of the biggest obstacles I've had to overcome besides like just, you know, like working out or doing these type of events just in general is trusting my body, like trusting mm. my body that it can do that. It's like, it's just normal. Like it's like, I don't know why sometimes I think like, dude, one of these days I'm just going to like fucking just die. Cause my body's not able to do the normal bodily things. Like keep my heart pumping. I don't know. Just weird things are like, like being disconnected <laughs> from your own body. Exactly, you know, and I, I feel like for a long time, I think it started with my panic attacks, really, because when mm -hmm. I had my first panic attack, dude, it's like, whoa, I didn't know my body would do that to me. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah, so, like you lost control of your own self. Exactly, and, and, and so since then, I really started this whole thing about not trusting my body to the point I remember mm -hmm. going to therapy and talking to my therapist about how I was even scared to work out for a long time. Like I was scared to work out because then I would like I would feel my heart start pumping. I'd be like no 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 like relax dude like uh, it's, okay. it's gonna happen again. Now it was almost a sense of panic mm. that I had to make sure I steered clear from. Um, 
even though it's just pure adrenaline. Like, e- even if it's like, or or like this happened to me where I'm playing guitar with my dad, or it happened to me when I put, performed that with that jazz concert, like right before I was gonna play that little solo. Like the adrenaline hits, and I think in the before I started having panic attacks, the adrenaline for me was fun. Like it was like, ooh, mm. like you know, it gets your like for me. I saw it as my like blood is flowing through my body. Now I don't see it that way. I see it like my heart's pumping really hard. I'm about to have a fucking heart attack. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, right, right. so at the beginning of the race, dude, that's what happened. Like my heart really started bumping, not just because of the elevation or because of the incline, but I also felt the adrenaline rush. Because when you're there in a group of people, I don't know if you felt it, but there's this sense of like, like energy that you're feeding off from other people as well. Oh yeah, for sure, and and, and it only lasts so long, you know. And well, yeah, I mean, I felt, I actually felt it throughout the whole race, to be honest with you. And that was one thing that I I took away from the race is I feel like I I tend to be very closed off with people, dude. Uh, on on Sunday, I was talking to everyone, like I talked to so many people, like on my way true. there. That's true. Um, and and to me, I was like, why am I doing that? Like, why do I feel so? But I did it from a place of like me being genuine like i wasn't right. just like bullshitting right. with people i felt like i wanted to be connected and I, I don't know what that was about but it felt and, nice and you know what i think i think i felt with that too is i think like i've always related any type of discomfort with working out or pushing your body with like this 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 toughness of like don't be a bitch like let's go yeah. get up and like I think that's, I think for me, that was also was very like, I very much appreciated. And I think was what drove me is that like, it's like random people that were just like, you got this. And it was like, what? Like, we're being nice to each other. Like, but, but, and I think to your point, it's like, and I think we joked about this, right? Because we're like, well, yeah, the majority of us are fucking suffering. Like, ain't nobody got room for shit like that. Like, we're all here to push each other because we're all suffering in this shit together, you know? Um. Well, we're all being vulnerable with one another too. Like, yeah, and, yeah, and, absolutely. And, and when you're that vulnerable against like mother nature, you know, there's no place for you to be cocky. Like I got it. No, you don't got shit, homie. Cause look right. at you breathing over there on right. the fucking sidelines, right. you know, yeah. that, that yeah, it doesn't yeah. get any more real than that. And so I think to your point, like we're forced to almost see each other butt naked in a sense like mentally right you right. know what i'm saying so right. it's almost like we're in this together we're both feeling the same thing and so let's just let's let's uplift one another because it would just take more energy to hate right it, it yeah. and it would yeah. it really would take more energy um, yeah no mentally, doubt yeah no doubt for sure yeah yeah i think um well shit once we get we hit we hit more obstacles i think I kept telling myself, you know, like I said, I was struggling in the beginning with that thought, especially once I got to that sandbag, it was when it really started hitting me like, dude, you fucked up, bro, because now you're going to start struggling. These fools are going to catch up to you and now they're going to judge you because they're going to be like, you fucking left us behind. Like, you know what I mean? Like all these all these scenarios where I was like, no, 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 like stop. It has nothing to do with them. This is you versus you. You're wanting to achieve a goal. You're pushing yourself to achieve a goal. And that's that like has nothing to do with you being better than anybody, because I know at one point I think. And DJ and I talked about this is like, at one point I caught up to DJ and got ahead of him. And I was even telling myself, like, I need to, I need to, because once we get to the obstacles, I'm going to fucking suck. Like just, it was almost like I was justifying so many things that were about to go wrong and I needed to start preparing for, you know? And it's like, Mm -hmm. things are only good right now because things are about to hit the fan. Things are about to hit the fan. Um, 
And so every time I would just catch myself and be like, hey, stop. It has nothing to do with DJ. It has nothing to do with Santi. It has nothing to do with, like, stop thinking about everybody else for a minute. And you right now are beating yourself up. Like, it's literally you against you. Not the time, not the ranks, nothing. It's you. You're, you're, you're defeating yourself. Um, so there was only, <clears throat> there was one obstacle. Well, actually, the box. I think I told you the box where that oh, one dude God. was like, you essentially have to climb this like eight foot wall and reach over and grab a pole and like use your weight to get up. And they have like a small rope kind of that you can use as leverage, but it's, it's a short rope and it's kind of a pain in the dick. And it, it took me yeah. like four tries to finally get it. And so at one point, all the obstacles have some type of penalty. So you can either do, if it has a penalty loop, you can run whatever little loop they have. If it doesn't, then you got to do 30 burpees. And so this was the first like first obstacle that I hit that I stumble upon, right? And I do it two, three times. I can't fucking get it. And like I'm thinking way ahead and I'm like, bro, if this is where we're at now, how the fuck are we gonna get through this? And so I was gonna go do the penalty loop and I just told myself, like, bro, you did not pay, you know, like this shit wasn't cheap. And I'm like, you did not <laughs> pay to come do a bunch of fucking burpees, like get in there, yeah. like do this. Uh-huh. Well, <clears throat> I ended up somehow like getting enough, getting enough of that adrenaline to just get that extra leap and do it. And I think that's when it also just kind of opened the door to like, we got this shit like, cool, cool. You know, like mm. I think I really started craving like, all right, cool. You thought you couldn't push yourself that much, but you passed that. How much more yeah. can we really push this? How much more can, how much more uncomfortable can you really get? And it yeah. almost turned into like a, a fun level of discomfort for me where I was like, okay, let's keep going with this. Cause what happened too is like on the third obstacle, I started losing grip on one of the, it's like a, basically like an inclined wall and you have to like side crawl it, you know, like Spider-Man that shit. And so at the very end, I had like one more hand extension than I needed to do before getting to the cowbell. If you don't ring those cow, you don't hit that cowbell, you got to do it again. And I told myself, like, I'm not doing this shit again. Like, it's not going to happen. But I had no more arms. And essentially what I did is I had to swing myself and I just went for it, dude. And so I hit the bell. I ate shit. Glasses fell off and everything. The guy was like, yeah, I was like, no, I'm fine. No big deal. But I, I ended up getting a mean ass blister on one of my fingers, like nice. totally ripped off the skin. And so then again, mentally, I was like, oh, you're fucked. You don't have grip for the rest of this race. You're three obstacles in and you don't have any more. And so it was like, hey, no, we're fine. Obstacle at a time, obstacle at a time. You know, I ran into a medic who I asked like, hey, can I put tape on this? You know, just so I don't like get it on. And, and he told me, he's like, if I give you anything, I have to disqualify you. And so I'm like, shit, like it is what it is. You know, I, I think that was another thing too, where I can get so caught up in my head and problem solving that it's like, I almost wanted to sit down and be like, Hmm, how can we make it? You know? And it was like, no, yeah. there's no time yeah, to go think on. like that. My guy, like we need to move, work yeah. with it, make it happen. Like <laughs> do it, you know? You know, and uh, it's funny. You, you mentioned that, like that first taste of like conquering that, because mm-hmm. I think for me it was it was that inverted ladder that you had to go up and then kind of oh, like yeah. pull, pull like yourself up, leaning towards you, and you got over it, right? Yeah, and then you go over it, and then you fall, you go down. And so when you start that shit, like it does have like a little safety pad from where you from where you start climbing it. Right. And so climbing right. for me it wasn't <clears throat> bad. I was able to get over it. And so I I don't think I have a phobia of heights. I just don't like heights. Like, I think I also have like, I get mean vertigo with it. And so Mm -hmm. I I feel like I kind of get a little just dizzy and uncomfortable for sure. So when I got up there, dude, I felt like a fucking cat stuck in a branch because it's like, 
now how am I, how the fuck am I going to get down? Because to get down, you go straight onto dirt. And yeah. I mean, I was able to figure it out and it wasn't that hard. Like, but I was overthinking it and I was up there for like a solid 15 seconds. Like, dude, like how the fuck? And it was pretty high off the ground. If I just jump off that shit, like I could hurt myself, you know? And I, mm -hmm. I, I didn't want to risk that. I didn't want to risk getting hurt so early in this shit that I can't finish. And so whatever, when I was finally able to figure it out and it's like, okay, like I, I hit the, I remember I hit the fucking floor and it's like, bitch, just trust yourself. Like stop yes. fucking thinking, like just go forward and, and trust your instincts. Like be careful, obviously, but don't, don't let that get in the way. And um, even in like easy obstacles, like a lot of the, the climbs where we, you know, we got up kind of high, um, like I and no one specifically, it it was like a super easy one. It was just like a netted wall that you climb up. It's it's pretty high, um, and oh, yeah. it was towards yeah, the end, shot up, right? Just a straight shot up and straight shot down. And straight shot down. Yep. yep. Yeah, and uh, and I remember the lady was like, "Make sure you're not the first one to do burpees on this one," because that's how easy it was. Everyone was getting over this bitch, um, but when I was up there, like I just remember, like, like stop, like just keep oh, yeah, 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 going. Yeah, yeah. Don't look down. Just focus on your hands. Focus on getting up. And when you're up there, you know, obviously getting over it carefully because I don't want to slip or something, you know. But the whole time, like that for me was the biggest, like the biggest obstacles was just like once again, back, I think back to that panic and just not panicking. Just relax, trust yourself, and you'll get over it, you know. And when right. I started, every time I felt that like or tasted that sense of conquering yourself like i felt like i only grew stronger and stronger it, to the point that towards the end of the race i mean once again maybe i'm saying this like and, and and i'm totally wrong but i genuinely felt like fuck it give me another four miles of this because at this point it's like i'm doing shit that i thought at the beginning of this race i wouldn't be able to do right right no i i agree i agree i think i think mentally i was still fresh I think yeah. once we got through a lot of that mentally, I was fresh. Now my hands, I told you like, yeah, uh, physically, towards the very thing. end. Yeah, dude, towards <laughs> the very end, we had to do a rope climb, which I kind of, I actually was kind of working on at the gym during the week before. Cause I was like, I don't want to drain myself and like, you know, get all sore before we go into the race. I also don't want to kill my hands and my grit, but I do, I would like to at least get on the rope for a minute and just get familiar with it. And so, um, I was able to get up there fairly quickly. Um, it actually went really well. The problem was once I got up there, like my arms gave out and I didn't know how to get down. And so instead of like, you know, alternating hands, I essentially just like fucking slid like off of a fire pole, just slid. Oh, excuse me. Just slid down, dude. And I end up like giving myself like a mean rug burn on three of my fingers. One of them ends up going all the way down to flesh and I'm just like dripping in blood, dude. I have that on one hand. The other hand still has that blister from the very beginning. And granted, like one of the things you had to do too was go under the barbed wire. So that is like, you know, oh, you're, yeah. you're your bare hands on the ground and it's like, dude, it thing looked nasty, right? At that point, it's like you're going through such a rush and like I have like my legs are on fire that my hands were like the last of my worries. But they are shaking, you know, they're catching up to me. And so we had a couple more things that we had to do with our hands where I was just like, dude, I, I, I was like, I don't, as much as I want to, I don't think my hands are going to, you know, we had to pick up that sandbag, which I, I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. And I literally had to like stop and pep my, pep talk myself through it. Um, I started it. And then it was just like, once I got a rhythm, I was like, just keep pulling the rope, keep pulling that sandbag, keep pulling the sandbag. 
and like i don't even think the volunteers saw but like i think from the exertion that i was doing like my hand started bleeding more so as i was pulling back and the thing is like you're trying to pick up a sandbag while you're pulling down on a rope and so you're kind of like you can, you can lay down and use your legs as leverage right to use your legs so because i'm doing that my hands are over me it's like i'm literally just spraying blood all over my face dude like <laughs> and so i i think I, I was telling you like i finished with like one of my glasses was like completely like almost like there was like blood all over it that i was trying to clean off and i couldn't so it was just like smeared um but it's like we did that and then the spear throw, I failed, so I had to do thirty burpees for that. That's when oh, I started the, doing cramp on my the leg. Spear throw, I felt like, dude, my fuck, it was. I saw yours too, dude. Like, and because I remember feeling like, because, and I had it towards the front, like where the 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 weight the weight was balanced, and okay. I was like, dude, like I I know I got this, and it fucking sucks because. Okay, so funny enough, little little backstory. What I was thinking about at that point, just like a, two weeks prior at work, we had a we had a dunk tank. Okay. And so okay. I remember when I threw the first ball, bro, that shit went way like, you know, it's cause it's not like I throw things like full throttle all the time. So that right. motion, I felt like the first one went off. Then afterwards I started getting the feel of, of, of like a solid throw, like when to release and everything. And they were, I mean, I wasn't able to hit the thing, but they were all close. Right. And so I thought back to that, just think back to that motion mm. and like the follow through and the release. And I felt like I had all of it down even to the point like i had solid power but like i ended up essentially throwing it like this yeah it, so like it just like dipped at the very end and you yeah yeah so just See, I had down i had my actual the power in my angle was fine i just went to the right of the target and just completely missed it dude and i was yeah. like what the <laughs> fuck? and so uh, and technically so technically because we weren't like in the age group or the elite, I can't remember which one it is, but there's people that had the red bands. They have to play by the rules, which means like you can't, they can't be helped, right? So if they got to live something, if they got to get over a bot, whatever it is, you can't, you can't like help them, assist them. You can't do anything for them. And then I believe you can only do the obstacles once. And if you fail, mm -hmm. you don't get to try again. You have to take the penalties. So mm -hmm. when I did the spear and I missed it, like this part of me was like, fuck this i'm gonna keep trying but then i told myself like nope you missed it on the first try i know like i only we only had what two more obstacles after that which mm. was the another i guess it was the dunk wall that rope thing and then the bucket right but I, right. I was like fuck it i gotta do the 30 burpees and so i tried to mentally tell myself like you're not doing 30 burpees you're doing you know six sets of five that's all you're doing is six sets of right. five six sets of five and so really breaking that down think the cold water like kind of put me in a shock which was a good thing because it gave me that last it little bit that i needed with my legs starting to cramp up um when i got to the bucket like dude i picked up that bucket my hands were so raw and i i remember grabbing the bucket and it's like 80 pounds so we grabbed the bucket and I'm, I'm carrying it and i start walking up the little hill and i was like no like this is not fucking happening like i pushed myself through enough i've done enough like, i was like this is it like I'm gonna turn my I'm gonna turn my ass around. I'm gonna drop this bucket off and just tell this guy where where do I gotta do the burpees, right? Uh -huh. And and especially with my goal being to not stop, that's where I stopped. And I finally mm. like I put the bucket down and I sat there for a minute and I just told myself like, hey, I knew my leg was kind of giving out, so I was like, at this point, we're trying to finish. Don't try to overdo it to where you kill yourself, you know, like you said. And and I really appreciate E because E made a comment the morning of, uh, where he said something like, hey man, trust your body listen to it and work with it you know like something along those lines where it was like like it, you just do you right like do you and so i think in that moment like that wisdom like popped in where i was like hey 
You're not here to fucking outshine anyone. You're not here to prove anything to anybody. Listen to your body. It's wearing out. Breathe for a second. Just fucking breathe, you know? So I stopped, and it was like, I feel like, I guess it was, I got what I needed, and I literally picked that bucket up, and kind of tried to use my arms to take some of the weight off my legs, and just started moving. And then there's a section where it's like deep-ass mud. And, dude, how I didn't eat shit in that section, I don't know. Because I felt like by then, like, my legs were just moving. Like, I didn't feel like I was in full control of my legs. So, I was like, if at any point I slip right now, I'm going to eat shit. Like, there's no way that I'm going to be able to pick my, like, you know, grab myself or anything like that. Like, I'm just going to slip and fall. Made it past that. Fucking finished the race. And it was like, you know, like, shit, we did this, you know. I went and found you. And then, like, you completed it as well. Um, I mean, fuck, we all did, right? Fucking... I lost E. I didn't, I didn't realize where E was. E was right behind me, but I, I didn't even see where he had gone. So by the time, like, we found him, I ran into you, like, ran into DJ. Um, and so, yeah, how, how, how'd you feel, like, once you actually, like, got to the fucking very end? Felt like a million bucks, man. I mean, it felt it felt awesome. It, it really did. And I, I feel like I, I even remember, like, we're all done. You know, we took our pictures, whatever. And then we started looking for the guys, you know, and, and we were just kind of walking around. And I mm-hmm. remember we because we were still like walking throughout, like not the crazy terrain, but still, you know. Right. And I remember thinking like, like I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like you I'm know, ready. I'm, I'm, I'm. Not that I'm like ready for more necessarily, but it, it, it was definitely a confidence booster to feel like I, I it's not like a cross, like barely, or you know, I was like. Right like super out of it and I, and because there were times i was super out of it there were times i was like just fought, like kind of like you at the end of the bucket like just tell me where the exit is in a sense you know yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and i even remember having that same thought you did where it's like i was like what if i just quit now like bitch go ahead and quit you still gotta get down this motherfucking yeah. mountain yeah, yeah, too yeah, you yeah. know and yeah. so um so i if for me it definitely was that sense of pride in myself because like i said i think for me the biggest thing that came to my mind was like that sense of like not trusting my body the sense mm-hmm. of not trusting how my body this biologically will react you know um i remember there was even times where i was thinking like felt like for that at the end when you get into that mud water i was kind of afraid of how my body's gonna react like who is like am i gonna have a panic attack or whatever you know and i remember you know, getting through that because right after that is like a like a sloped wall. You have to climb with the rope, right? Right. And and I already I'm bad with rope work, dude. Like, um, like like the rope climb, I didn't even attempt it because at the demo ropes, I couldn't even hold myself up. So, I so I remember I went into the rope part and I just did my burpees. I'm like, fuck this! Like, I'm not gonna fucking try, you know. And so seeing that sloped wall with the rope, I'm like. To me, I almost equated it as kind of the same. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get through it. And I remember you told me, you were like, no, nah, like when you get into that water, it's going to fucking yes. keep yes, you yes, energy. Yes. I remember you telling me, like you were already quitting before you got there. I do remember that. And so when I got in and I got, dude, I, that that put that thought went into my head. Nice. And I didn't even think twice, bro. I just started climbing this fucking wall. And so by the time I got to the top, I was almost like surprised. I'm like, fuck i'm already up here you know like, <laughs> it, like it was this. like that to the point that now i all i had to worry about is like okay don't look down just keep going yeah. <laughs> you know? like, don't freak out because yeah yeah know? yeah and so um so yeah all that leading to the end the bucket at the end fucking was 
horrible. That was that really. And then the guy was like talking shit to people. Yeah, the, you know what's funny is actually <laughs> I think they were the only two that were like you know like hey don't bitch out like yo because I feel like everybody else was usually pretty nice. Those two dudes were a little more aggressive, which whatever. By then it was just noise. Like I wasn't really I wasn't really tripping. I actually kind of like I saw some humor behind it. You know what I mean? I think. I'm sure that there's the reason why they were doing because they know that we were like right there, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think it, it's needed that support and challenge, man. And there needs to be a balance. And I think like I think he did a good job. And I remember when I was up there, he was uh, he was like kind of, you know, talking this smack to this one chick. He's like, don't drop my bucket. Don't drop my bucket. She, she ended up dropping it. And uh, but he was he was nice about it, very supportive. Like, OK, like, that's OK. Just go ahead. Get it up. Like, you know, still like pushing her. But just scaled it back, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because yeah, yeah at, at the end, it really you really are just holding on to the fucking whatever you can. And I think his words came from a place where you could tell he's just giving you fuel, even if it's just that bitey ass, like shut the fuck up, like you know, just get through it. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was awesome to get to the end, awesome to finally get rattle uh, huddle up with all the guys and I talk know, about our experiences so cool. afterwards. Um, you know, and I, I think we all had different feelings about it at the end, but for the most part, I also feel like, um, uh, we, we were all very proud of ourselves one way or another, you yeah, know, in, yeah, in, yeah. and having that pride, I think was, was good. That's yeah. Us. And I think that's where, that's where I think, again, being, feeling very blessed and very grateful that we got to reflect it with each other, because I think that even just being able to talk about it after, um, you know, maybe each of us kind of sharing a little bit of our disappointments, right? Or what we thought was not enough or wasn't good enough. And like kind of being able to be each other there for each other without like, because even sometimes I feel like sometimes the encouragement, while while it's with good intention, I feel like can be very generic. It can be like, oh no, but you did good. And it's like, nah, that doesn't really fucking help right now. You know what I mean? And so like to really be able to say like, hey, I feel you why you think that or why you feel this way. But Let's really think. Let's really think about what just happened and like, holy shit, we fucking did that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we pushed through what what we thought we weren't even gonna be able to. And so, um, you know, I think the big the big takeaway for me too, man, was you know I, I've mentioned before about the codependency, right? And and my mother wound and really like that need to be seen, right? And like even that frustration sometimes of like coaching Julian's games or coaching his practices and he would have a good game or a good practice. And it's like, fuck yeah, we did this. And like, just naturally like looking around, like, is anybody watching me? Like, is anybody going to tell me that I did good? Is it like, you know what I mean? Like kind of, as I got to know myself, it was like, shit, I got to go through the embarrassing part to me of like really embracing my, my, my vulnerable parts, the things that I'm missing, the things that I really want and crave and kind of finding ways of coping with them. Right. And first of all, being able to identify them. And so a big victory for me was uh, obviously like, I guess being able to get to the very end and having nobody there for me and not in this place of like, Oh, nobody, but it was just like to see, to get there. And then to see like, you know, girls like waiting for their dudes. Right. Or like a dude waiting for his lady to cross the finish line or like a couple crossing or a dude crossing and his family there and stuff. And it was like to be able to look at him and just like, actually like, have no resentment and just think like, that's so dope. Like that's so sick. And, and for me in that day, it was like, I was waiting for me at the finish line, you know, like yeah. I was, I was there for me. Of course you guys were there too. Um, 
And so it, it, I think it, it allowed me to accept the love that I was given, but also know that it was like, oh, you're also, you showed up for yourself today, bro. You know? Yeah. Um, I think that was, that was like very, very huge um, for me. And another big thing, like circling it all back to the beginning was I told you guys about the guilt that I was carrying about shit. I left people behind shit. I, I didn't wait. Like, I think at one point I waited for E and then like, I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I should just take off. I don't I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop. And I felt like there was this part of me that was like, you're being way too stubborn. But I kind of was like, well, fuck it. Like, for once, be stubborn about something that you actually want to do, right? Like, you've been making decisions. You've been making mistakes. You've been carrying guilt and struggling to forgive yourself, trying to please other people, right? And And then it's like, and shit has gone sideways. So why don't you just start making, like, some decisions for yourself, right? And see how it goes without screwing anyone over. All that to say that once I got once we all finished, and it was like DJ, especially like the first thing DJ did was hug me and he was like, dude, you should be so fucking proud of yourself. And it was like, wait, you're not mad at me? You know, like you guys aren't mad because I took off. And then for the CrossFit guys, like to hit me up and be like, bro, like I like I didn't realize. And again, it's not that I'm trying to like to my own horn, but it's like, bro, out of 2,100 people, I placed like 110 111 and i was even like what the fuck like my goal was to try to make a top 200 and that was like shooting for the stars which oh by the way we talked about my goal at the time of an hour 30 yeah i finished that shit in like two hours and like 40 minutes and i remember being at the top of the fucking mountain and somebody and i'm glad that i didn't wear my watch because i know that i would have been very consumed by that and it would have fucked up my game plan where i just was able to just stay in my own fucking lane the whole time but i remember getting to the top of the hill and somebody asking the volunteer, and our wave started at nine o'clock. Somebody asked the volunteer, and the volunteer was like, Oh, it's 10:50. And I was like, What the fuck? We're about to hit two hours. Like, we were joking that like we were gonna be done cracking a beer by this time, you know, and we were barely at the top of the mountain. Um, and so yeah, so with that, like then to see everyone like encourage me, and I, I appreciate it, and I know that like I think for me, when I reflected that that later that night and we talked about this, I realized like, wow, bro, this was in your head this whole time, like. You know, you, you were out here thinking that these people were going to judge you. And instead, I almost felt like there was this sense of, like, appreciation of, like, dude, that's so badass that you chose yourself. And it was like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, you guys aren't mad that I didn't put you guys first before myself. Um, and I think I really needed that. And I think that that, that went beyond the race. Um, <clears throat> I also think that this whole concept of what winning really is, um, I think I realized that there's a huge sense of suffering that has to be involved for you to win, right? Like if I'm not suffering, if I'm not kicking my own ass and like pushing myself the extra mile and not listening to my body, then you're not like, you're not doing enough, right? Like you have to go to the point, not of discomfort, but to the point of like putting yourself down. And so um, I think that was something that had it not been for the bigger healing that I had done. And maybe I think you can agree with this, bro, is like, had it not been to that, I think it allowed us to really listen to our bodies and like eliminate that factor of like, we're not doing enough or like do more, do more. And it was like, nah, I'm actually listening to my body. I know what my body needs, what my body wants. Like that was very new. Um, again, being so consumed at what this idea of winning was, which is getting first place, you know, mm -hmm. being top 10, being top 15. And it was like, bro, we weren't even close to that shit. And we won. We won so much because I can't help but think like at the end of the day, we, we should very, very proud of ourselves because I think it's thanks to our, 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 our level of confidence that we have that I, I think we realized how willing we were.
to put ourselves in those positions where we knew. And like you said, we still had to tackle shit where it got uncomfortable, right? Like, I remember there was even times where it was like, is anybody watching? Like, really? Like, I'm at the, I'm about to fall. Like, what? Is nobody paying attention? Like, why are we not watching me? Why is everyone just acting like this is normal? Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, kind of tripping yeah. out. But it was like, later I reflected and it was like, well, you didn't just push yourself because, you know, you just fuck it. Like, you need to give yourself credit because it's thanks to the level of confidence that you've been building within yourself that's changed the game. That you were like, even what was uncomfortable, you said, I can I can push through this. I can do this. I can handle these situations, you know? And I think that's where even just like craving it and like looking forward to it was something very different where it was like before I think we were almost even afraid, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think even eliminating the pride where it was like, I think I even I told you guys the next day, like, dude, I I had these uh, swim trunks that I wear that are like super short and I, I never <laughs> wear them because it's like I, I don't have like fucking big ass legs, you know, but I told DJ, I was like, bro, I was like, you know, this is nothing to do with you guys. I was like, but this is, for me is a victory. Like I'm wearing these shorts and I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. Like I earned this. You know what I mean? Like I, I, yeah. I have it gave me so much confidence to just like feel into myself, know my capabilities, know how much I was able to push myself, how uncomfortable I got. Um, and even now, I mean, we we already signed up for a 21K that we're going to be doing here in October. I know. And that, that's, that's what I was about to say, like how I think even though it sucked and it was, you know, um, it was humbling, as humbling as it was, I also feel like it, it gave me a lot of motivation and confidence in myself to continue to, to conquer not so much the physical things. And because I, I feel like I, I know I can work on that. Like, I know there's ways I can work on physical stuff by, you know, right. just like I've been telling you, like switching up my routine, switching up what I do to prepare. Um, but also just continuing this thing of like, all right, like you already know what's coming this time. Let's try to do a little better with those obstacles that you were afraid of. Like, don't be afraid. Let's just attack, just attack and, and know that you're gonna, you're gonna be just fine. You know? Um, and so I think for me going into these next ones, I think it is not so much not being afraid, but doing a better job of managing the fear Mm -hmm. because I'm confident in myself. I'm confident in my temple. I know I've taken care of my temple and it's going to take care of me. And I think there's that level of trust that this event really allowed me to get a little bit back more in tune. Um, and, and, and I think it, that's really where I find a lot of joy in, in having done this event. For sure. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I think mindset was everything, bro. I think mindset was everything. Um, Cause it could have just been a fucking, just a challenging, uncomfortable, fun race we could have done. Right. Or, or even just a bonding weekend of like, fuck it, let's get yeah. out for a weekend. Let's go to big bear and just fucking. And it was, it. and it was that too. And, and it was, yeah. it definitely was. Um, But I think, the mindset that we were in is what has allowed us to really bring a lot more back with us than just saying, Oh, I, I climbed a mountain. Yeah. Like, Oh man, I, I pushed through a lot of shit that I didn't think that I was even capable of. And I think I really got to know myself and, and you know, what I'm really about, uh, even just going into Sunday night, you know, having a, having a cigar and smoking, I mean, uh, drinking a little bit of whiskey and just unwinding and kind of all of us reflecting on that and, and just how even just this this in, this event alone translated into the bigger picture in our lives as men, right, for ourselves. I think something that really, really stuck with me, too, is something that you mentioned about uh, 
like creating change, right? And getting so caught up on the bigger picture. And I think that really stuck with me because I, I think I'm starting to realize that I do, I get carried away by the huge picture and I get so passionate about what we're doing and all of this that like, I want to change the fucking world, right? And so it's like, yes, we're growing. Yes, we're getting the love and support of people. But I know that I can get so consumed by that. Um, that's something that you mentioned was like, hey, you know, we can start with the people that we actually can influence, right? Which is our, our, our families, you know, our friends, the people within our circle that we have, you know, to a certain level of responsibility, right? And and we can do so much with. And it was kind of like, fuck, like, yeah, like even just that conversation alone with the guys and being able to sit down and say, like, how do, how can we be better men? Just us four. And how can we influence our people? Like, that's so much more than like a thousand, ten thousand followers and subscribers and listeners. And it was like, whoa, like, you're right. Cause at the end of the day, just like I learned at the race, like everyone's doing their own fucking thing, right? Like, it's not my responsibility to carry the weight, carry the weight of everybody. Um, and mm -hmm. so I think even that was a huge breath of fresh air for me of like, you can still do the Lord's work here without like, like forgetting about yourself you know, in order to do that. I think that to me was the, the biggest takeaway. And I couldn't have done that without you guys, man. You know, I think that was a huge moment for me. Um, and just being able to hear your guys' stories too, to know that like we were all in fucking in the shit suffering together. I feel like it one way or another, what we were even concerned about how that was going to translate back into the cabin. I feel like that actually brought us like a hundred times closer, you know? Yeah. And, and that, that I feel like before the race and after the race, the way we interacted with each other was so different. Mm -hmm. You know, it mm -hmm. you can tell the the difference. And and I'm excited to. Um, we were talking about having the guys join us tonight. Um, you know, they're busy. You know, with short notice, and so I'm excited to hopefully soon record a, uh, an episode with them where we can all break down our own experiences and yes. and what that was like. Because I know I'm not the only one that felt some sort of uncomfort in bunking with other dudes that we may not know a hundred percent, you know what I mean? And so, um, so yeah, no, I, I think that was, uh, yeah, that conversation we had, there was, there was even a point. I know we should, we mentioned that you had the same thought of like, Oh, we should, we should have recorded it. You know, or we should, yeah. and, and, and while we were having, it, I was like, damn, should we start recording it? But I think back to that point of like, just not always having the megaphone, not always having mm. social media, you know, I think there's a lot of power and just, having a candid conversation where it's just you and those people who are present. That's right. it's powerful. You know, you, you, I don't think there's anything that beats that. There's also power. Yes. In, in having social media and having the megaphone up to your mouth. But nowadays, dude, everyone has it. Everyone has a megaphone yeah. and, and it's, sometimes it's too loud. It's too loud. And it's nice to just get away, fucking have a few drinks and talk. Sure. We're talking peace yeah. and nature, you know, that that was nice, man. I enjoyed that I so much. I agree. Yeah, I told yeah. myself the same thing. I was like, you know what? Because I, I, I think I told him at one point, too, like, well, that's because it, then it feels like work. And I don't want it to feel like work. Like, I just want right. us to talk for us. Like, I felt like in my head, in my head, it was a very selfish weekend of like, no, I don't want to give the people an episode. I want to give yeah. me a conversation. I don't want to give you guys help with the obstacles. I want to give me <laughs> comfort. Like, I, you know what I mean? And yeah. and, and again, Going back to like then then everyone just being like, yo, like you're such a badass, dude. Like you did that to me. It was like, what? You guys aren't mad at me? Like you guys aren't pissed that I left no, you guys I'm behind? Like, I think that was my biggest victory from the whole thing. Was just like this isn't selfish. Like, and 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 I think even being able to understand that like I can still help. Like I got through my goal. I got to do what I do. And honestly, 
I felt so satisfied and so happy with myself. And what was the first thing that I did? I finished my recovery drink. I grabbed my banana and I was like, all right, let me go find the boys. I got to go hype them up. But it was like, it was this, this, for me, this healthy balance of like, I took care of me and now I want to take care of them. And I want to yeah. make sure. And like, I think that's what was dope too, is like, as we were finding each other, it was like, cool, who's next? Who's next? Like, you know, yeah. let's all go. And then we're all together. And I was like, cool. Now we're all back together. Now what's up? You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that was definitely, it was a good time. Man. It was a good weekend all in all. And, and I'm excited to to continue you know, on to our future endeavors here with these upcoming fucking races. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Just real quick before we end it, I think uh, let's end it with the word, dude. Let's end it with the word and then just call it at that. And I think I'll start it just because it popped into my head right now. And I think the word is winning. Um, and I think this weekend really made me realize that we're always, we should always be winning. There's no reason why we why we can't be winning. Um why we can't take away from every experience, why we can't learn something, why there's always a positive when we're doing our best each and every single time. And I think that's what I learned this weekend was that I didn't need first place to win. You know, I got very uncomfortable. Um, I was very vulnerable. Um, I was very honest with myself, uh, with the people around me. And I think that's, that's, you know, more than the race itself, what I was able to bring back home with me to win and, and and yeah to encourage me to continue to seek these races and like now i mean and what's dope is like we're going to be doing the bigger race and we very intentionally decided to do it out of state so that we can make it just another trip out of it too you know so i'm looking forward to that i'm excited about that um and yeah i'll, I'll wrap up just with, with with leaving you guys with that um i think for me purpose is what comes to mind i think mm -hmm. um like i said i think I think going into this this race, I don't think I was thinking too much about like my my distrust within myself, my own body and whatnot. I think not until I got there, I was like, fuck, like this is much more than I anticipated. And it tapped into those fears. And so now I feel like, you know, I told you, dude, today I started my workout regimen, getting ready for those fucking races. And not just because I want to be vain and, and do better and yes, I want to do better, but it's coming from me wanting to do better so I could continue building, rebuilding my relationship with my body. Mm, you know what I mean? I and that. rebuilding that trust with my body so that the next time when I do do better, it's like, see, bitch, like your body's responding yeah. to you. It's yeah, listening yeah, yeah. to you. So you need to listen to it as well and, and trust what it's saying. Trust that it's not trying to, you know, it's, it's, all, it's almost this battle within my own brain, like that me versus me. And so, um, so yeah, I think for me, that purpose of wanting to do better for the sake of having that relationship with myself. Yeah. You know, and real quick, cause like, before I forget, like, I do remember too, also feeling that like, also being able to give help and, and provide even just love from a more intentional place. Like I, re I remember when you, when I ran into you, I finally went to spectate cause I was already done and I ran into you at the rope climb. Right. Yeah. And as soon as you got there, I was like, let's go, daddy. Like, let's go. You got this. And, and you were like, oh, I'm not even going to try this, bro. Like, I'm doing burpees. And I remember, like, this this old, like, I, I wouldn't say that I knew it was that. But now looking back, it was just, it was an egotistical, like, oh, push your friends. Like, be there. For, like, I almost wanted to be like, nah, dog. Like, get up there, right? Like, be, be a quote, unquote, good friend, mentor. And be like, no, bro. You can do this. Go get in there. Don't quit. Blah, 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 right. Like with the your generic ass shit. Right. And but I remember 
not feeling the need to do that and like actually having like a place of love where I was like, hey, I, I hear you. You know what I tell you? I was like, I hear you, bro. Just fucking make those burpees your bitch. You know, like, yeah, like you can't, mm -hmm. you know yourself. Cause I think almost in that point too, it was like, who the fuck am I to push him more than he can push himself? If he knows his body, if he knows what he's doing, and he knows he can't do that. Like, who the fuck am I? You know, yeah. and it's like, hey, you know what? You're right. If you can't, bro, get those fucking burpees. I got you. I'm here with you, you know? Uh, yeah. And I think that's a common thing too, is sometimes getting that ego that's like, we have to be the ones pushing. We have to. And it's like, hey, man, sometimes you have to trust your people that they know what they're what's best for them. Sometimes that we just need to support each other. And so that was a humbling experience for me as well. So we again big shout out to, to GSA man. You know, all the guys that came out, all the ladies that came out. You guys did, you know, I mean, you should be proud of yourselves. I know we it was uncomfortable for all of us. You know, uh it was a good time. I'm very grateful and blessed that everyone was very loving. Everyone was very supportive. Um huge learning experience. Like I said, thank you guys for being there. And um yeah, man, that's that's all I really have. Unless you have anything else, if you guys want to look into it, the Spartan races, man, get in there. Any pointers that we could help out with, or do your do your own research, you know, find what your goal is, what your intention is, and just go for it, man. You know, yeah. be, be better than 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 yesterday's version of yourself. Yeah. Well, in these next two weeks, let's uh, let's start talking about dates for the, our next tourney. I know yeah. I, I have a few people already asking me about about the next tourney, so I think uh, ho hopefully. You know, we 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 start talking about a day, and next time we put on an episode, maybe we can give the people what they want. Yes. Oh, and and actually, the the weekend of Father's Day that Saturday, uh, Saturday morning. Uh, leave that leave that open. Just uh, it's not set in stone, so I don't want to give away any information just yet. Um, but I, I at least want to let you guys know to start planning for having some free time in the morning. Um, you know, for a little some some. This will be, it'll be a, a family friendly event. You know, I, I, I want to be very intentional with that just because I, I mean, my time, my kid is valuable too. And I don't want to miss out on things because my son can't be there. So, you know, kids, families, whatever are, are going to be invited. So just stay tuned for that. And um, yeah, man, love y'all. Enjoy your week. Take care of yourselves. Stay in tune and deal with shit in better ways, man. Sure, man. Have a good night. Later. Peace. Ay, cariño.